You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, here to equip you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. Growing up is not a right, it's a privilege, and every single day you spend on this earth is a gift and should be treated that way. I love clean slates, and although I love a good New Year's resolution, I prefer to use my birthday as the marker for setting new intentions and celebrating another year of being alive. Amidst a global pandemic, 27 was the biggest year of my life with really, really huge life and business milestones hit along with some tough but loving lessons that I also had to learn through. As I look forward to a new year, I thought I'd share the top lessons I learned in my 27th year, what I'm looking forward to as being a 28-year-old, and some tips on how to set intentions for a fresh start. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. I am so excited to share with you guys this episode. It's going to be super fun. So here's how it's going to go. I'm going to give you some announcements per usual. then going to do a little recap of what my 27th year was, the top lessons I learned, and then I'm going to share some things I like to do around my birthday and some tips, journal prompts, all those things you can do when you are starting a clean slate. This is Those tips are going to be basically what I do for like different quarters, a new year, but I really hone in on them around my birthday because I like to use my birthday as like my new year's resolution. First things first, announcements. So if you guys have been around here, even just for a short amount of time, but those of you who are OG and have been around for years, you know how much I believe in mentorship and business coaching. I wholeheartedly believe that I would not be here where I am today as a CEO of a successful and thriving design studio if it wasn't for the investments that I made in business coaching. So this year I have started a mastermind specifically for designers. And the reason I did this is because it is very hard to scale a design agency and is unlike any business model out there. So if you are wanting to learn from myself and other high level designers, then design to scale is the perfect mastermind for you. Um, We go over things like building a team, working less, but making more money, implementing passive income, and really stepping into the CEO of your agency. So if you have scaled to six figures and are looking to double that and really implement and become the CEO of your agency, then Design to Scale is a mastermind for you. It is starting, the next cohort is starting in July. And we're about halfway through the first cohort and the results that these girls are seeing are crazy. We've had 30K months. We've had guaranteed 300K years. Um, they have hired to hired people to help them really be working less, but making more and just really scaling their agency. So Design to Scale, it's starting in July. We actually only have like three spots open. So if this is something that you are interested in, don't wait to reach out because um, they will... 
fill up. So if you have any questions, send me a DM or click the link in the show notes for more info. And then something new that I'm starting in July is Design Biz Accelerator. And this is geared towards new-ish designers. So you're really still establishing your packages, identifying your ideal clients, getting your website up and running. You're a newer designer that needs guidance into really launching and growing your business and quickly. So the goal is for you to start Design Biz Accelerator and then be able to go into design to scale in order to, you know, scale into a high level agency. So if that is of any interest to you. We're also starting that in July. And yeah, I'm very, very excited about it. It's something I'm super passionate about. It's what I wish that I had when I was first starting out. So basically, I'm teaching you everything I know how to scale and how we've scaled to multi, multi six figures in just three short years and hoping that you could do it quicker because I'm teaching you all of my secrets. So if you're a designer and you're interested in either of those, please reach out, um, either DM me or again, both the links to those are in the show notes. Both are starting in July. So don't forget. And then if you are wanting to work with us custom one-on-one for brand and website design, we are now taking clients for April and May. Now, one thing I want to say is if you want to work with us this year, reach out because I am not taking on any new clients from July until September. So basically from July to September, there are no project start dates. So we are booking everyone now. So a lot of people are booking in advance. So if you want to work with us custom one-on-one for brand design, website design, fill out our contact form on our website and we'll see if we're a good fit and we'll kind of figure out how to squeeze you into and put you in the calendar because we want to work with you and just want to make sure that you have a start date and are ready to go. So reach out, let me know if you want to work with us then and we can figure something out. Okay. I think that's all my announcements. Okay, so I'm super excited about this episode because I love birthdays. And what's funny is that I used to not like my birthday because I didn't want to get old. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be old. I, I want to stay young, blah, blah, blah. And smart of me because adulthood is not all that it's cracked up to be. But anyway, but I realized as I've gotten older that it's not a right to grow up. It's a privilege. So it's important to express gratitude and be grateful. And it's really a time to reflect on, you know, what this past year was. And that is exactly what I choose to use it for. So I want to go through a little recap of what 27 was because it was crazy. Um, Some lessons that I learned and then what I'm looking forward to as I turn 28, which is tomorrow. So if you guys are listening to this when it comes out, I've been 28 for two days, but tomorrow is my actual birthday. So I'm recording this like pre, this is kind of like my pre uh, birthday reflection. I've used this podcast episode for it. And then what I'm bringing with me in 20, yeah, into my 28th year. And then some tips on what I do like around my birthday and then like journal prompts and things like that for um, whenever you're starting a clean slate. So, so 27 in review. So you guys know I love to travel 
and I didn't get to do as much traveling or any new explorations, I will say, actually. So I haven't didn't get to explore any new countries this year. However, I did get to go on some trips to visit my friends that are in other states in America. And this is honestly the most I've ever traveled within the States before. And it was super, super fun. So my best friend got married in October last year in South Carolina. So we got to go to South Carolina twice. We actually went um, earlier in the summer just for fun. We just drove down um, just for fun. And we got to hang out with our other friend that lives there. So that was really fun. I got to go to California. So I used to live in San Diego. We moved about two years ago. And so I got to go to California and visit my best friend that lives there. I got to go to Colorado to visit my brother, which was also really fun. He lives in Denver. And then we also went to Florida, just some of my friends um or like my family actually we the eight of us rented a house so yeah that was all fun obviously that was all safe pretty much every time we went somewhere we like stayed inside um when we went to Florida we literally rented an Airbnb and like barely left so that was really fun and it was interesting because I'm always like oh like traveling is only you know going to like new places and exploring and going to like eccentric places but I actually had a blast in all the places that I got to go and it actually leads me into the next thing that I was going to talk about is relationships so while I didn't make any new friends this year which I'll talk about in a second I did grow stronger bonds with my existing friends that I already had like I feel like I grew closer to one of my best friends that lives like only two hours from me now. We got even closer than we were before, um, closer with like my family, closer with uh, other people in my life. And I just felt like the I created bigger, stronger bonds with actual people in my life, which is really interesting because it's like I'm oh I kind of have shiny object syndrome so like I love like new friends and new adventures and new experiences but the lesson that I learned with that really was what you have is or what you want is already right in front of you like you don't always have to go looking for something new something great something shiny what you have and who's in your current life right now is what's in front of you. It's what you need. And rather than always looking for something different, just be grateful for what you have. So that was an interesting observation that came through in a journal prompt. I might've said this earlier too, because I, I really noticed that this year with like not being able to go anywhere and like having a tighter circle. Like I think I saw the same, like eight people all year. So, um, that was really interesting um, and good to notice. So as far as business goes, so business was freaking awesome. We doubled our revenue or close to it. I think we we doubled our revenue in like 2020. So I guess if you're talking like my birthday fiscal year, then we didn't. Um, I guess technically we did. Honestly, not sure. I need to look at those numbers. But we doubled our revenue, which is so exciting. So basically every year that we've been in business, we have doubled revenue, which is cool. And then this year 
we're going to do the same thing or even three times it actually. So yay, exciting. Um, we grew our team. So I went from a solopreneur to a team of four, which is really great. And now we're even looking to expand even more. So next year on my 29th birthday, wait for another update. We'll see where that goes. So yeah, we grew our team, which has been so fun. I've always wanted to like have a creative group of people that we work with. So it's been super, super fun, um, to do that. And we're thinking of like, I'm thinking of maybe next January, like all of us getting together and doing some sort of retreat. Um, which I also am probably going to do a retreat for Design to Scale and Design Biz Accelerator. So if that's not a reason to join, then I'm not really sure what is. So yeah, we're thinking of doing some sort of like retreat. And I'm just so, so grateful. When I started this journey, I had no idea what this would turn out to be. I just wanted to not go into an office every day. So the fact that this has turned into like a legitimate thriving business is crazy to me. So I'm just very, very grateful for that. Um, so those were two really awesome things. We doubled our revenue, we grew our team. I had, we had like the best clients ever. Seriously, I loved our clients last year. And while those things were really great, I also learned what true burnout is. I think that because we were home all the time and then there wasn't much that we could like go out and do. I just found myself working a lot. And every time I would accomplish a goal, I would just be like, okay, next. And then just keep going. And it was like, okay, I'll just keep working later. Cause like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to sit down and watch TV. So I learned the hard way what true burnout was. And that was really weird because I think burnout for everyone is different and I honestly didn't think that I was burnt out until I was listening to a podcast episode and they were saying like burnout can be sitting at your desk and staring at your computer and not getting anything done, feeling super unmotivated or uninspired and things like that. Like it doesn't need to be physically going into the hospital, although I did get really sick, which I'll share about in a second. Um yeah, so I did learn what burnout was and this was an was a definitely a learning lesson because it taught me to listen to my body. So I was telling myself, "Okay, you're you're kind of burnt out," but I was just not listening until my body physically shut down. So I think the lesson in this is that, you know, really good things can happen and you can, you know, hit that milestone, you can double your revenue, you can grow your team and you can continue to um be, you know, better, but you have to do it with being healthy or being healthy is the only way that it is sustainable. It's not sustainable if you're in that downward spiral and you're constantly in that hamster wheel, which next week's episode is with Dr. Amanda Shea and we're talking about burnout and it's so, so good. So I'm very excited. We're kind of going to get into like the psychological and the science behind burnout. But yeah, I definitely learned what true burnout is and that was you know, tough, obviously. So what ended up happening was I started just being like so tired. Like I would sleep for like 13 hours or I would 
and then still wake up and be really tired or I would be exhausted but not be able to go to sleep. And what I realized was that I just wasn't listening to my body. I was basically mentally shutting down and I had to take like four days off of work and just like binge watch Netflix. So if you feel like doing that and you've been working your ass off, please go do it. This is your sign. This is me telling you to not be in the burnout. And I think it's important too, because, you know, we think like, oh, the hustle culture. So it's like success equals busy equals success. And then it's just like this never ending spiral. And it's just not true. Like we are able to scale our businesses without burnout. You can run a multi, multi six figure business without burnout. Repeat that if you need me to or put this on repeat if you need to, because it's so true. And that's a really big lesson that I learned was, okay, what are the boundaries and the support systems that I need to put in place in order to scale and step into the CEO of my agency without working 80 hours a week? So as you're growing, as you're scaling, yes, you're going to be busy, but there should be seasons of push and pull and not like a never ending spiral. So with that, I learned what true burnout was. We grew our team, we implemented the systems, and now I'm able to like live a normal life. So that's really important to note just in general and something that I learned the hard way. So if you're like on the brink there, then take this as a sign and start changing your ways. And I'll definitely do an episode probably about burnout because I find it to be so interesting. And I think that the hustle culture is, I don't know. I think the hustle culture is so corporate. And I think when you go and you become an entrepreneur from corporate or from a nine to five, it's hard to break from that. So I'm, I'm interested actually what you guys think. So if you have any opinions on this, please send me a DM. Cause I'm curious what your thoughts are. I'd love to have like an open table discussion on this. Cause it is really, um, you know, an important thing to address. And it's also important to know, like you can work 30 hours a week and run a thriving business. It's, it's possible. It's just, you have to put this, the systems and the boundaries and all of that in place in order for that to happen. So that's all the business stuff. And I definitely think the burnout also came from things that happened in my life, which we had a crazy year. So I got engaged last August to my boyfriend of seven years. We went to college together, um, then moved out west, then moved back east. So we've been together forever and I still was not expecting it at all. It was so fun. Um, Such a good time. Um, But yeah, so we got engaged and we bought a house and then we got chicken. So I'm going to go in order though. So first things first, we basically got forced out of our rental property in July of last year. I shared a little bit about this kind of story that happened, but basically we had a terrible landlord and we decided that we were moving out. So, and we didn't like breach a lease or anything because she was just breaking the rules. She's just a terrible person. But anyway, so we got forced out of our rental house and we're basically homeless. So Alex was living in Boston with a friend because he still had to go to work and he works in Massachusetts. So he was living in Boston. I was back at home with my parents and it was just a hot mess. We had to send our dog back home. It was just like, it was crazy. So that was really stressful. So like 
trying to find a new place to live while running a business, while like living away from your um, boyfriend sucks. So we were doing that for like about a month, a month and a half. And in the middle of all this, we were like, let's just buy a house. So basically we were taking it as a, as a sign from the uterus to be like, you guys are being way too picky. So like we have wanted to buy a house for like a year, but we were being so, so picky about it. Um, so yeah, we took it as a sign and we were like, let's look into buying a house. So initially we really wanted to live on the water because we both grew up on the water. Um, but it just didn't work out within our budget. So we're looking for houses and we find this house and we're like, oh my God, this is our house we are going to buy this house. So we put in an offer. We had looked at a bunch of houses, but this was the first one that we put an offer in. So we put in an offer and we lost the house. So everything that you've heard about the housing market right now is 100% true and it happened to us. We were victims of it. So we put an offer in the house and we didn't get it. We're like super upset. We go and look at other houses and just don't love them. Like there, nothing compares to this one house. So we go camping on an island in Maine and my phone, I look at my phone one day, which I never usually look at my phone while I'm camping. I look at my phone one day and I'm like, oh my God. And the, our realtor called us and she said that the house went back up for sale because the contract had fallen through and that we need to submit an offer like ASAP. So we're literally on an island in Maine and are trying to sign these things on our phones and submit all the paperwork. And long story long, we got the house. So another thing about this house is that it had a huge chicken coop and a huge garden already. So if you have known me for any amount of years, you know that all I've ever wanted was to have chickens. I have always wanted chickens. I don't know why. Well, I love eggs, but like I just have always wanted to have chickens. So this huge chicken coop. So Alex and I always said when we buy a house, we're getting chickens and we're growing a huge garden. So we go to this house and we're like, oh my God, there's already a garden and a chicken coop there for us. Like this is We've literally manifested this. Like I would have a chicken calendar, you know, how people have calendars in their kitchens. I had a chicken calendar. We would watch chicken documentaries like we were crazy. We definitely manifested this. So we were so excited when it came back on the market and then we got the house. And honestly, this was crazy and we were so excited about it. So we got the house and then a few weeks later, we were still living separately because, you know, it takes a long time for everything to get uh, all situated with the house. So we got the house and a few weeks later, Alex proposed and we got engaged. And basically what I learned from this is that there's never the right time for anything to happen. So did I expect when we bought our first house that we would be living separately and basically forced out of our rental and like nomads. No, you always think it's going to be better. Did I think that I was going to get engaged amidst all of this craziness? No, not at all. But I think that's what I learned the most out of this year is that, you know, those are huge milestones for me, like doubling our revenue, growing our team, buying a house, getting engaged. And it is not lost on me that it was during an unstable year. Like that is the biggest lesson that I learned. And I'm honestly like a little choked up just thinking about it because you always think that there is the perfect time for something and there's just not. It's 
life is going to throw things at you and see what you can handle. And clearly the universe thinks that I'm a boss ass bitch because (laughs) a lot was thrown at me last year. Um, so it's, that's just the biggest thing that I've learned is that you not, nothing's going to be perfect and there's never going to be the right time. So just embrace it, embrace the opportunities and all of that stuff. So that was really exciting. All of those things. And then we just got chickens. It's so exciting. Like I'm so excited. I'm obsessed with them. Their names are Harriet, Poppy, Summer, Daisy, Penelope, and Ginger. And two of them hatch or not hatch. Two of them produce brown eggs, two white eggs, and two blue eggs. So I can't wait. We'll probably get eggs in like August. So it takes like six months. But right now they're just like in a little tote under a heat lamp in our living room (laughs) because it's a bit, I don't know. I just feel bad about putting them in the garage. We probably will when it gets warmer out. But yeah, it's so, so exciting. So that's pretty much it as a 27 recap. Got to travel, um, grew some relationships with my friends. Business was great and in life. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And I guess I was sharing some of the lessons along the way, but um, some of the lessons that I've learned is it's what you do daily that will get you to where you want to go. So one thing is, is I'm like a really big like visionary and goal person. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll do that tomorrow or I want this to happen, but I don't like do the steps daily to make it happen. And that's something that I changed this year. I really focused heavily on what is it that I want to do, you know, like right now, like what can I do every single day that's going to get me one step closer to my goal? And a lot of that is just like daily habits, like morning routines and protecting my energy and gratitude practice, like appreciating the day to day. That was a really big thing, especially when you're like not doing a lot, like your house becomes like your sanctuary. And you really like, if you're not exposing yourself to like new and exciting things, it's like very unstimulating. And that was real. That was the hardest part for me. So it was really taking time every day to do something that I love to protect my energy, um, and to really look inward to see how things were going. So That's one really big thing. Another thing is to listen to yourself and listen to your body. So I think with social media and like with the internet and especially like not a lot of things to do, you're spending more time on there. It's easy to compare how you're feeling or to discredit your emotions based on other people's experiences. And everyone is going through this human experience differently. And you can't constantly compare yourself to other people and downplay how you're feeling and what exactly it is that you need. So really listening to yourself, your body and your mind is telling you daily what it is that it needs. So don't push that to the wayside. Know that what you're feeling is validated and you're getting those signs from yourself for a reason. And again, like Every day is a gift and it should be treated that way. So that is the lessons in a recap. So what I'm looking forward to this next year is getting married. So I'm so excited to just call Alex my husband because I've been calling him my boyfriend for, well, it's going to be eight years by the time we get married. So pretty crazy. So I'm very excited to get married. We're getting married end of August in York, Maine. So that's going to be super fun with all of our closest friends and family and it's just going to be such a blast so I'm super stoked about that if you're getting married this year or next year 
or got married in the pandemic, I'm super curious what your experience was. So send me a DM because I love talking about this stuff. So we're getting married in York. We're super excited. And then I'm also looking forward to traveling again. So we're kicking off probably our traveling with our honeymoon. So I'm so, so excited. So I can't wait to travel again and do things. And like I said, potentially doing a retreat and just like co-working basically with my team and like somewhere super fun. And then I'm also looking forward to continuing to grow current. I feel super, super aligned with where we're going. So I have a clear path with clear goals, knowing the exact revenue that we're going to make, which is going to be great. And I just know that we're like on the brink of a huge breakthrough. So I'm so, so excited and so grateful. So I'm wanting to bring in calmness, slowness, gratitude, effortlessness, just really making it easy and making the day today like not rushy rush. So that's that. And then, okay, so things that I like to do around my birthday and you can use these for like, I don't know, um, reflections or just ways to have a fresh start is reflect on the year of accomplishments that you've made. So look back and like think. So I did mine like travel, friends, business and life. Like just look back on the year and think of like everything that you did and not just accomplishments, but like fun things that you did that were like memorable moments. And it honestly might take you a while. So I would like sit outside or sit in like a very vibey place that like gets you out of your mind and into your body and just start writing everything down. Like you would be surprised. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that that happened. And like, oh yeah, this happened. That was so much fun. So write down like everything that happened, memorable moments. And then I would also think of hardships and think of like some tough things that you went through and how you got through them and like what you learned from that. And that's really important because I do believe that with every like situation, there's a lesson to be learned there. So I would just like reflect on the year basically of like things that happened, things you accomplished, and then like tough lessons that you learned. And then the next thing I like to do is like look at things I'm leaving behind and what I'm bringing with me. So like things like anxiety and worriness and caring what people, uh, what other people think and being upset, whatever. And then things that you want to bring with you. So like I said, calmness, slowness, gratitude, um, effortlessness, things like that. So what is it that you want to leave behind and then what you want to bring with me? And and then the daily practice is going to be embodying and thinking of those things that you want to bring with you every single day. So it's going to look like morning meditation and EFT tapping and journaling and things like that, like what you're bringing. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode about embodying your next level self in business and in life, then you're going to want to go listen to that because that's basically what I'm talking about with like things that you're leaving behind and things that you're bringing with you. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening to me ramble on, but I personally like love when people do year yearly reviews. So I'm really looking forward to this next year um, and journey with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps me out more than you know, seriously. And all of the things that I talked about today will be linked in the show notes. I will see you in the next episode.